Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I am an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social-life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so much more. We think that living a healthy lifestyle is for every member in the family, from young children to adults. Everyone in the household will benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. If you're ready to learn some helpful tips for the whole family, let's do this thing. All right. Hey, everybody. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the benefits of exercise as part of your morning routine. In Hal Elrod's chapter about exercise and his book, The Miracle Morning, he says, when you exercise for even a few minutes every morning, it significantly boosts your energy, enhances your health, improves self-confidence and emotional well-being, and enables you to think better and concentrate longer. I think that's so powerful that it can do all of those things, but I thought, okay, let me find some reinforcing information. So I, you know, went into research mode and and looked in different places and the Mayo Clinic here in Minnesota has an article that talks about some research they have compiled. And there were a couple of additional benefits. They, They talked about things that Hal Elrod talked about, like like it improves your mood, right? Which is basically a different way of saying emotional well-being and your self-confidence. They talked about how exercise can combat different health conditions um, and diseases, which again is, is just a different way of saying it can enhance your health. But here are some other things that they said. Exercise can help control weight and exercise promotes better sleep. So I love lists. And since I love lists, let's put all of that just into a list. All of those benefits of exercise into a list. Exercise boosts energy. Exercise enhances health and helps combat health conditions and diseases. Exercise boosts our mood and emotional well-being. Exercise helps us think better. Exercise helps us to concentrate longer. Consistent exercise can help with weight. And exercise promotes better sleep. Right away, when I'm when I'm researching this and thinking about this, I think, okay, so what kind of health conditions and diseases can, can daily exercise help control? And this is what I found. Regular exercise helps to prevent or manage a range of health concerns like um, the risk of stroke, heart disease, high blood pressure, and type 2 diabetes. And these are health concerns that I most frequently think about already. When I, when I think about the benefits of exercise, the benefits of eating right, the benefits of you know, leading a healthy lifestyle. But here's what else I found. Regular exercise can help us prevent and manage things like depression, anxiety, arthritis, and the potential for falls. Regular exercise can help to improve our cognitive function, which is just a fancy word of saying our ability to think. So it can help us in our decision-making processes, which can help reduce accidents, falls, distracted driving, and so much more. So for me, the fact that a little regular exercise could reduce my future risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, that's a huge pull. I want to do what I can to prevent those big diseases, especially some of them, Mm -hmm. they're already 
in my family history. I'm more prone to these. So whatever I can do to help prevent it from happening, I'm all about, I want to do that. But sometimes I can feel just so far away or it can feel really abstract and it's not enough of a pull to get me to move today, to get me to move right now. I'll just think, oh, I'll start tomorrow or Mm -hmm. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll start next week. I'll start on Monday. These other benefits though, can give me that pull for today. I've noticed such a huge benefit in moving my body daily. And and I'll talk about more about what those movements can look like in a little bit, but I've noticed such a difference between the days where I move my body in the morning and the days that I don't. Mm -hmm. The days that I do move my body in the morning, I sleep better at night. And it's even a full 12 to 16 hours later after I've done the movement that I notice I sleep better. But here's the thing that I've noticed. When I exercise in the morning, I'm way more likely to make better movement choices throughout the rest of my day. Like Mm -hmm. I walk to the store instead of driving, or um, I find myself able to do more chores or things around the house throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So basically my step count is higher. And I think that makes a huge difference in how I sleep at night. Mm -hmm. I've also noticed a huge improvement in my depression and anxiety. It's far more manageable. This particularly though, with depression and anxiety for me, I've noticed it can't just be any type of movement that helps me um, manage these big emotions. It ha- for me, again, for me, it has to be cardio and it has to be at least 20 minutes. And I think I even noticed this in myself before I did the work and kind of made the connections between exercise. And now I'm more of an, a prevention mode. I do the exercise in the morning to help manage and prevent these big emotions from getting out of control throughout the day. But earlier in my life, like in um, middle school, high school, I made the connection that when I started to feel anxious or restless, I just felt like I needed to move my body. I just felt that need. And so I would go on a run. I would go on a bike ride. I would go on a fast paced walk and just move until I felt better. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it helped. And so now I have that vocabulary and the language and the understanding that that connection is huge. But now instead of just doing it when I feel the need, which by the way, I still do like after a hard day at work or a rough parenting day with a two-year-old, I'm going to need some extra cardio. Now it's more of a prevention mode. It's if I do this, I'm, I'm more likely to be able to manage throughout mm-hmm. the day. I think when you were talking about high school and middle school and stuff, like mm-hmm. I never made that connection. I don't, I don't know if it's because like they didn't talk about it enough or yeah, we have gym class, but I, I just don't know that it's explained enough. Like, why do we need to do these things? Like we just need, mm-hmm. and it's so sad now because you only need gym in ninth grade, I think. Isn't isn't oh, that right? Really? I don't know. That must have changed since oh, I, I went through school. Who you are and where you're list like what state you're listening to this in. But yeah, I'm fairly positive you don't need gym after ninth grade. Well, I'm sorry. When I was in ninth grade, yeah. I was not listening to my ninth grade health instructor telling me about right. why exercise was important. <laughs> you well, know, and like, I think really, we only talked about it being those big things. Like I talked about earlier is, is right. You know, it'll 
reduce mm -hmm. your risk of stroke. It'll reduce your risk of having a heart attack. It'll, we mm -hmm. talked about those things, but again, especially to a teenager, that is so far away. Right. That is not enough of a reason mm -hmm. to make them care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so because of that, like I never had healthy workout habits in high school. Yeah. That, that brings up a good point for me when I was a kindergarten teacher and as a parent, I do try to talk to my kids more about this just because I've learned the benefit mm -hmm. for myself, like, which I'm going to talk about here, my cognitive, cognitive functioning. Okay. I know that my thinking is better. I'm able to concentrate longer when I have had some movement. So mm. when I think about our kids, kids are made to move, right? And then that's why we have in elementary schools, we have brain breaks, we have movement breaks, because we've learned through trial and error, through research that kids can't just sit all day. And mm. even if they perform well on a test one day, it doesn't mean they're going to remember it, remember it days from now or years from now. But incorporating mm. that movement that helps so much in being able to remember things long-term, to be able to concentrate longer so that you can remember. And as a mom, I notice, oh, Izzy, you're having a hard time concentrating. I need you to put your shoes on and I need you to go outside and run around the house until yeah. you feel like you're ready to come back in and concentrate. So teaching our kids definitely and teenagers and teaching and those connections is so valuable. I think that's what my my big poll has been mm -hmm. uh, when I started this, it was, or when I started working out more being consistent about it, it was because I just, I wanted to lose weight. Well, sure. that's not necessarily, I mean, it was about 10 pounds that I had to lose. So for me, it wasn't like, oh, this is my big reason to keep working out. Yeah. Um, for some people it is like they have an enormous amount of weight to lose. And so maybe that is your pull. But for me, it was these little things like Roberta's talking about, but also teaching my kids that this stuff is super important. Maybe yeah. they don't do it with me right now, but they're seeing me do it every day. To me, that is the most important thing is that they see it. They see that I eat healthy for the most part. I don't always. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. my big pull is they are seeing me be healthy. Therefore, they are more likely to do it without me having to push it on them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think part of that being healthy is, is our emotional, you know, well-being. And that includes our, our cognitive function and thinking. And I think some of the, some of the things I've noticed when I've, when I've worked out, when I've done an exercise, when I've moved my body, like not only do I do so much, like I, I end up getting so much more done throughout the day, but not just mm -hmm. like housework and work, but I'm able to be, to show up as a better parent that's able to focus more on them and focus right. more on what they're saying instead of like brushing off their problem as small. Well, to them, mm -hmm. it's not small, right? Or finding time to do fun activities or have memorable moments with them. And fun activities for myself, like painting or creating or playing the piano. And when when I get things like that done, I feel far less stressed and distracted and 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 I'm able to just be more present and enjoy the day. And that's all because I did a little bit of movement in the morning. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about anything else you've noticed, like any other benefits with yourself, Ashley, when you include movement in the morning? 
Uh, mine is definitely a body image thing. Um, I know I feel a lot, and I don't mean body image like, oh, I look so great. I mean, inside and out, like I, I feel stronger. Therefore, I'm able to put myself out there more and do mm-hmm. more things that are important to me, even though sure. before I may not have had the confidence to do that. Um, it has also shown me that I can do hard freaking things because, um, I, I do a variety of workouts. So I do everything from yoga to weightlifting to mm, cardio is not my favorite, but I can (laughs) do it. And those are the days where I get done and I'm like, yep, I am freaking strong and I can do hard things. So like that translates into my life. So regular exercise, this is when it becomes so individualized because our bodies, all of our bodies need movement right? But the way we need movement can be so different. And like we just talked about, it can be different based on the season we're in. Maybe you do have an injury that you're also working through. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be moving your body in some way though. It's finding a way to continue moving it. And this is where experimenting is going to be important. Find what works best for you. And so for me, for us, for my family, when it's nice, our movement of choice in the morning is going on a 30 to 60 minute walk because we've noticed together as a family, I'm a stay at home mom. So when myself and my two kids, when we can go on a walk in the morning, we are going to function better as a family unit. Mm -hmm. And then I can later in my day when, when Xander's taking a nap, then I can do more of the cardio and strength training and different things that I want to do. But when I can do that 30 to 60 minutes with the kids in the morning, that's our, that's our choice because that's what brings us joy. We all three love going on our walks and that's what works for us right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you said joy too, because, mm-hmm. um, your like the majority of your workouts should be something that you enjoy. Like I had mm-hmm. said, I don't like cardio. Well, that doesn't mean that I don't ever do cardio, but it means that I don't do it every single day or else I would hate it right. and I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now I said, you know, that's what we, that's our ideal thing, right? Well, now it's dark in the morning before our day starts and, and now it's super cold in the morning. It's stupid cold. So our walks have needed to shift. So now we've kind of changed it where our walks are more in the afternoon when it's the warmest part of the day. And in the morning we do exercise videos for kids on YouTube that they love and it gets them moving and has, have fun. And of course there's some that get them too riled up. So we don't do that, but it's finding what works best for, for you. And it, it's just so different for every person and every stage of your life and what's going to work for you in one season doesn't mean it has to for the rest of your life. But like we talked about, find something you enjoy because you hate it. You are just far less likely to do it a, and you're also far less likely to see those emotional well-being benefits, right? What, what movement do you prefer to do in the morning, Ashley? I, I mean, I, I like following the programs that mm-hmm. are on uh, Beachbody. They just started doing this live workout where you sign up for one and you do it like at that time with actual people um, mm-hmm. on the screen behind the trainer, which is very cool. You feel like you're actually at the gym, yeah. um, but really I like everything. I like, I like to switch it up and, you know, keep things interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So some examples of movement 
you know, in the morning or beyond what we've already talked about could be dancing or mm-hmm. um, walking, hiking. We talked about, it could be strength training, it could be cardio, which again, those two things alone, you have so many endless possibilities. Right. Um, maybe it's what you have time for is walking up and down the stairs a few times. Maybe all you have time for is a few jumping jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be to get the benefits. And of course, this is where the experimenting also comes into play to get the benefits that we've talked about. You know, maybe you only need to go up and down the stairs twice and you feel that that cognitive function improve. Um, maybe you need to do 10 jumping jacks, 20 jumping jacks, and that helps you get energized enough to get on with your morning instead of being really lethargic and, and slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that, you know, 10, 20 jumping jacks is all it takes to get you up and moving and, and focused on your day. Yeah. It depends so greatly on you, on your schedule, on, on your body type, on whatever you're working on or dealing with right now. I think like parents, if you're hearing from your kids, teachers a lot that they have a hard time sitting still, um, please, please get your kids more movement outside Mm -hmm. of school. Like I know it's, I know the kids should be getting more exercise during the day, but unfortunately with the schedules that are placed upon teachers, it's not Mm -hmm it's not always ideal that, that, that happens. And so if your kid is having a hard time sitting still in the classroom, the more energy they can get out at home, the easier it's going to be for them to sit still in the classroom on those like Mm -hmm. times that they need to do that. They'll be able to concentrate longer and and Mm -hmm. get all of those benefits. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's super important from preschool all the way through high school and just, Mm -hmm. and also teaching the kids that that's connected, that these two activities are connected. Um, And I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but there are things that for our students, like if they're doing, let's use the example of uh, running, because I've had this a few times where maybe running is the, the activity of choice for a little kiddo. And I've seen two things happen. One where that amps the kid up too much and then and then they're not able to sit still because they're they're ready to go. That gave mm-hmm. them more energy than they were able to use during the day. So it kind of made things worse. Running did. So then mm-hmm. it was finding a different activity that helped more control the energy. And, and, and be able to focus and, and see those cognitive benefits more than the boosting the energy benefits. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why experimenting is important because that same activity of running for a different kid having the same challenge during the school day is helpful. Mm-hmm. There were other kids where having them run in the morning helped so much. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's an example of we've got the same age group, you've got maybe even the same gender and the same activity is going to do something different. They're going to see different benefits in the short term. So finding what works is just, I can't stress that enough. It's, it's 
finding the movement that makes us feel energized and ready for our day and energized in a way that's not over energized, mm-hmm. not over stimulated, yep. finding that balance. And then also have a backup plan. You know, maybe uh, you do workout videos while the internet goes down. What is mm-hmm. your plan? What are you going to do if the internet is down? Maybe you love uh, walking outside like we do. Okay, the weather is crappy. What are you going to do? And have a plan. Because mm-hmm. when you don't have a plan, something happens. Mm-hmm. Those are the days where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to skip it. Mm-hmm. And then you spend the rest of your day regretting it. Also, um, making sure that you schedule it in. So mm-hmm. just like you would an appointment for the doctor, you need to schedule it in your workout or it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. especially, especially those of you that are new to it. So like me, I wake up, I know that that's what I'm doing. I, it's just a part of my morning routine now, now mm-hmm. on the weekends, not so much. I get off my routine so much. So I've been having to actually like write out what I'm doing on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I get kind of going and then I'm like, oh, it's super easy to skip this right now. Yep. Um, so making sure that you have it scheduled in or it is a part like you doing it for a while. So you know that it's a part of that routine. So, yeah, we really, you know, I think that's a wrap there. We could probably keep talking about exercise for a long time because there's just so many options. There's so many variabilities, but um, we'll stop there. So I'm just going to end with, again, we'd love to hear from you, right? We'd love to hear what exercises you love. And I also, I'm really interested to hear what exercises you hate. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating. So let us know at the Teacher Mamas podcast on Instagram. Hey, you guys, Roberta and I want to get the word out there about our podcast. So if you have anyone in mind that needs to hear it, please make sure you share it with them. But also, we want to give you guys a little something. So if you share to your stories... Uh, one of our episodes, it doesn't even have to be this one, but either a screenshot or like a 15 second nugget that you got out of it, share by Wednesday of this coming week and your name will get entered into a drawing for a little Amazon gift card. So help us get the word out and let's do this thing. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, Don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.